CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Zahn. So we got the Patriots beating the Raiders in, after, after a tough start, they didn't seem, the first few series, I'm not going to lie, I was like, okay, is this offense not going to look like they did against the Seahawks? Because they looked bad. It was a couple three and outs right away. They get, I think it was a penalty. They were going to go punt the ball and then another three and out immediately after that. So the Patriots offense started off a little rough and then picked things up, ended up looking pretty good by the end of this game. But one main part of this offense, guys, is what really showed up. And one guy's surprising, and, you, and I've dragged this guy on the show a million times, and he shocked me on Sunday against the Raiders. The run game for this Patriots team on Sunday was solid. And it starts with Sony Michelle. Nine carries, 117 yards. I'm not going to apologize for the negative things I've said about this guy because he has murdered me week after week in fantasy football. I was well, I was so hopeful in this guy, and then he would just kill me. I'd be, he'd be in my flex spot. He would kill me every week. But the offense overall, the run game was solid. But the question is, they've got a tough schedule going forward. You've got the Chiefs actually next week. Guys, can the Patriots rely on the run game going forward as much as they did this weekend against the Raiders? Or is it something that they're not going to be able to lean on as much as they did? So, Marv, let's start with you. What do you think? Nick, it all comes down to the run block, run blocking. And the offensive line looked really, really good last week. You know, obviously, no David Andrews right now with a broken thumb, but Tooney stepped in in that sensitive position. And before I even go any further, we have to pay that man. Tooney is your rock on the offensive line. He's been there for the past several years. I know he's on the franchise tag. You got a little extra bread now, Patriots. Do whatever you can to pay Tooney because you can just see. He's so good. He's good at everything he does. You put him into the center position and the Patriots (laughs) don't freaking beat. You have this other guy, um, left guard Mike Awanuu. I don't want to miss mispronounce his name but he's been a stud since he's been playing these past um, couple weeks as well in the offensive line so the run blocking has been ex- great compared to um week one where it looked like it was the cam newton show who was gonna run the, run the ball this time you finally had contributions from sony michelle um burkhead and jj taylor and jj taylor brings you that you know nice little changes change of pace running back that Patriots haven't had in a while. Sony Michelle, look, that's the best he's ran in two years. That was the best, <laughs> the best he's ever looked. He's not the fastest guy out there, but he made the right cuts, the right decisions. And we talk about the 100 plus yards carrying. What about the 23 yards reception? That's more impressive to me. He got 23 yards receiving the ball. That is great. So now you're having. Three running backs in there. You know, we're still waiting on James White, but you're having three running backs who are running the ball hard and can catch out the backfield. I think that this these running backs can carry on throughout the season and be very effective, especially when you have a guy, you're probably your best running back, and Cam Newton, who's always a threat. So now the defenses really won't know what to prepare for in this running attack. And that's very scary for the NFL moving forward, trying to defend this Patriots running game. Right, I'm glad that you brought up Cam Newton because you can't have the run game discussion without Cam Newton, which is crazy. We're talking about a Patriots team who has a a quarterback who is a lethal threat in the run game. But yeah. 
I mean, again, Sony Michelle, this is my main concern. To me, we know what Sony Michelle is, and it's been the same discussion since he was a rookie. He's a product of his offensive line, which you're right. The offensive line played great on Sunday. They were solid, but they're not going to always play like that. So am I all of a sudden not going to be able to rely on my RB1 and Sonny Michelle? By the way, that breakaway speed, we saw it again yesterday. That guy, he had most running backs. I'm thinking they're reaching the end zone on, one, on that, that breakaway. Dude, it looks like he's running through mud. <laughs> he got, he, he got caught. He got caught so quickly. But anyway, Mike, what do you think? Can this Patriots team rely as much on their running game as they did against the Las Vegas Raiders? Almost called them Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, they're going to have to. I mean, we know in terms of receiving options, there's not a lot there for the Patriots. So the run game is going to have to be huge. And, you know, like Marv said, what we saw from the offensive line, their run blocking uh, this past Sunday, if that's something that we can get out of them, the Patriots can get out of them consistently, I think the run game will be huge. You know, we know now for the last few years, the Patriots don't really have a bell cow running back. I mean, Sony Michelle maybe looked like that early on, but that's not the case anymore. You know, especially the last few seasons, we figured, okay, Patriots have like a three-headed monster in terms of Michelle, Burkhead, and um, James White. Now you're working J.J. Taylor into the situation who looks like he's been running some great, great plays for the Patriots. And then who knows what you'll get when Damian Harris comes back or if he'll even get into the mix. Because right now you have a lot of mouths to feed when James White gets back. Burkhead's playing great. Sony Michelle is running some of the best football he's run in years. And then J.J. White looks like some, I mean, Taylor looks like someone that they can depend upon. So a lot of miles to feed and, you know, change of pace is huge for the Patriots when you talk about their running attack. But it comes, it starts with the offensive line and how they're able to provide lanes for these guys to to get busy. Um, (laughs) I really feel as if the Patriots are going to have a lot of games where it looks similar to what you saw against the Raiders, where they're just feeding these guys and running left and right, left and right. You talk about the receiving game, like Nikhil Harry had four targets, Edelman had six, but that's not a lot. There's going to be games where Cam Newton barely passes for over 100 yards. Like, I don't see him ever cracking, you know, the 300-yard mark or anything like that. It's not going to happen. With this team and how it's currently constructed the running game is going to be huge and who knows will we see another 100 yard game from sony michelle i kind of doubt it but expect (laughs) expect them to spread the spread the wealth and let michelle and burkhead and taylor and newton and eventually james white and maybe possibly damian harris expect all of these guys to be in the mix as they proceed throughout the season with the way this team this offense is currently constructed so so I wouldn't be shocked if the Patriots actually have a game like that next week again against the Kansas City Chiefs because the Raiders run defense ranked 28th as of today and the Kansas City run defense ranked 27th. So not a great run defense that they're going up against next week uh, either. But Damian Harris is an interesting discussion to have here too because that guy's going to be coming back hopefully soon. You got to hope soon. And there was so much praise about that guy coming out of camp. Everybody everybody just assumed he was going to be the RB1, obviously gets hurt, lands himself on IR. So he could, if he translates what we saw in training camp over to 
this season, then the Patriots are going to have a solid running back in Damian Harris. Because again, I just don't trust Sony Michelle, guys. I don't think Sony Michelle is going to do what he did yesterday again. We've had so many hopes for we've had so much high hopes for this guy, and he just continues to fall on his face. And if the offensive line continues to play like they did yesterday, well, then great, we're going to have a good Sony Michelle. But I don't know if they're going to play as good as they did yesterday. And I still see Damian Harris once he comes back, if he's productive. I would. I just want to see this guy make his debut. I just want to see this guy get on the field. I'm excited for Damian Harris. And if he's good, well, then good. Then this run game is going to be solid. And overall, I mean, again, Cam Newton's really, realistically, Cam Newton is your RB1. That guy will run the football the most on this team. So, yeah, you're going to have to rely on that run game for sure. But you're going to need more for this team to win. With Sonny Michelle, though, he didn't need to have a, a great game. A guy that we haven't really talked about, Burkhead was really that's the star of the team. Like, Burkhead last was solid. Week. Yeah. Obviously, Sonny Michelle Burkhead played very well. And with Damian Harris, um, it might be tough for him to get on the field. You know, I think the Patriots really like what you're getting out of with J.J. Taylor. He hasn't shown you a bad game. Sony Michelle, the only reason I feel like he was he, he had a great game is it looked like his job was on the line. Yeah. You, if you were watching that quarter, you are like, oh, man, um, we might not need Sony Michelle at all. And then I think he must have felt it, too, and said, I got to hit another gear and actually break a tackle or two so I can keep my job. Burkhead, we know what you're getting from Burkhead. His role is solidified. James White, when he comes back on the team, his role is solidified. So where does Damian Harris really fit in? You know, it's unfortunate. Like you said, training kit looked like he was going to be that guy. But now these you have four running backs stepping up. It's going to be tough for Damian Harris to see the field. Yeah. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Azan. Guys, we got three weeks of Patriots football down. They beat the Dolphins, lost to the Seahawks, barely, and then beat the Raiders pretty handedly. So we've got the Kansas City Chiefs next week. And the question is, so we record this on Monday, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Ravens tonight on Monday Night Football, but... Guys, after these first three weeks, here's the question. Do you guys feel confident enough that this team can beat the Chiefs next week? Do these? This is how I wrote it out. Do these first three weeks give you guys confidence that the Patriots can compete with Kansas City? And I even threw Baltimore in there, too, because they're obviously elite of the elite in the AFC. So, guys, there's a question. What do you think? Mike, what's your confidence level with this team and Kansas City? After watching these three weeks of Patriots football, and especially me personally, continuing to keep an eye on what the defense is doing, I don't see this Patriots containing Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes and that offense. I just don't see it. Last week, or uh, week two, against the Seahawks, Russell Wilson pretty much had his way on offense. Slinging. He's the MVP right now. He's the MVP sure. right now. And against the Patriots, he showed he, it was another showing of why he's in that MVP conversation, or he is currently the MVP. He had a hell of a game. Then you get to week three against the Raiders. Yes, the Patriots had a pretty convincing win. But Derek Carr didn't necessarily have a bad game. 24 32, 261 yards, two touchdowns. 
he looked pretty good slinging the ball to some no-name receivers out there. Their tight end, uh, Waller. Waller, didn't do anything. But he was still able to find guys that made some big plays down the field. Now, we're getting to the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. We're talking their almighty tight end. You know, their, their speedster running uh, wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. Like... This secondary for the Patriots, I talked about it last time on a last show that we did. The secondary has been up and down for me, up and down. Like, I know Stephon Gilmore is the defensive player of the year, but he's not necessarily playing at that same level. It hasn't looked like it so far. He hasn't necessarily been playing at that same level that he did in 2019. Not to say that he completely sucks now or he's a shell of himself, nothing like that. But he's not playing at that same level. And that just goes for the whole defense. They've taken a definitely a step back, I feel like, um, defensively this season. They're definitely missing some key guys like Chung and Hightower, some leaders out there. But overall, I think this defense has taken a slight step back. We're talking about the high-powered Kansas City Chiefs. It might be a shootout, but it's going to be a shootout possibly for Kansas City. I don't know if the Patriots will be able to put up big numbers possibly to to – to battle with Kansas City once they get to that matchup. Marv, what do you think? Uh, so I disagree with Mike. I think Derek Carr sucks <laughs> last week. I don't think he had a good <laughs> game at all. Um, the, the, the Patriots only only charged him with three players to, to rush the quarterback and drop everybody else back in the secondary. And Derek Carr looked flustered. He wasn't able. And what do Patriots do best? They take away your best weapon. Who's their best weapon? Waller. What did Waller do? Nothing. That's just a part of what he they do. He was non-existent. They took him away, but some other guys got the chance to eat. If Renfro's going to be the one to beat the Patriots, so be it. And clearly, he wasn't going to be the one to beat the Patriots. And how many points did the Raiders put up? Less than 20. I think that the Patriots had a, a solid game plan with Derek Carr. Had to let him dink and dunk all he wanted to. Wasn't able to do the big plays other than the Stephon Gilmore um, pass interference, which was probably one of their biggest plays during the game. But, yeah, I didn't think Derek Carr looked that great. I still, I'm still, i still pretty confident on this defense. I like what I'm seeing from Duggar. Chase Winovich is becoming one of the top top guys on this defensive team right now. You saw some turnovers once again a la last year. Them forcing some timely turnovers, especially when the team is driving in the red zone. But those, all of those look really good. And I think you're going to need all of that going up against um, Kansas City. Now, the question is, do I feel like the Patriots can compete? Absolutely, because once again, you still have Bill Belichick on the sideline. He's going to do whatever he can to take away your best weapon. Now, one thing they struggled with with best weapon is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey always has his way against the New England Patriots. Tyreek Hill, they've done a better job with Tyreek. They they figured out a system to how to contain Tyreek Hill. I mean, you can't do it forever. At the end of the day, speed does kill. But I would like to see what they do with Travis Kelsey. They've been trying figure something out with Waller. You know, obviously Kelsey's a little upper tier than Waller is. But maybe you 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 try something with Duggar early in the end of the game. Maybe Duggar gets a good look at him. They're going to play a lot of guys on Travis Kelsey to try to contain him. And then the opposite side, what we were talking about, this running game. The Patriots are going to bleed the clock. How do you beat Patrick Mahomes? Probably the best quarterback in the league. You have to bleed 
the clock. And if this running game that Nick mentioned is the tw- 27th, Kansas City has the 27th best running running defense. You can be able to bleed the clock, run down their throats with Cam Newton and the plethora of running backs. I think Patriots have a shot in this game. It's not going to be easy, of course, but Cam has shown us that he's not afraid of the big moments through all his times in Carolina Panthers against the Seahawks, marching them down the field. I think the Patriots have a good chance against Kansas City. I do too. I think that they're going to be able to compete. And really for me, it just goes back to the Seahawks game. I mean, they only lost that 35 to 30 and you could even make the argument that they might've should have won that game. They were right there on the one yard line and had the opportunity to win that game. And the problem is my biggest concern is can the offense do what they did against Seattle's defense against Kansas city? Because Russell Wilson and the Seahawks put up 35 points on the Patriots, right? You got to imagine, and he, yeah, he's a league MVP right now, I would say, but you got to imagine that Patrick Mahomes and that Kansas City offense is going to do more or less the same, if not, yeah, if not a little bit more. So you have to hope that the Patriots offense is going to be able to put up the amount of points that they did against the Seattle Seahawks. And Marv, you're right. I mean, that's what I was going to say, too. They are going to have to use that run game. If they're going to win this game against Kansas City next week, they have to use the run game. They have to keep Patrick Mahomes. We've seen teams do this against Tom Brady and the Patriots over the years. They have to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, and you do that with the run game. You do that, especially if the run game is working. And if you want to use Cam Newton, go for it. I really thought they were going to use Cam Newton less as a runner as he has in his past. And, you know, maybe try to preserve him, but they're just not doing that. So if you're going to do it, use him. Run that clock. Let that clock go. Keep Patty Mahomes off of the field. They're going to compete. I don't know if I have confidence that they're going to win this game because, I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs are a wagon. The Chiefs are the best team in football. But I think they'll compete. I think I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. But, I mean, going to what Mike said about the shootout thing, if Kansas City puts up a ton of points and the Patriots just don't. Wouldn't shock me, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be flabbergasted by it. I wouldn't be taken aback by it. But I really do think they're going to compete. There's a chance that they win this game. I'm not confident, but there's a chance that they win this game. Listen, I'm all sorts of jacked up about Cam Newton. Cam Newton has been awesome this year. So maybe, hey, go up against Kansas City. Go, maybe he puts on, maybe he knows the pressure's there. Maybe he puts on a huge game. I hope he does. But I don't have the confidence that they're going to win this game. Compete, yeah, win, no. Anything else, guys? If they can compete, that's all I'm asking for. Like I'm like you, win. I don't think so. When, again, going back to my, you know, predictions going into the season, I never thought that this was a game that the Patriots were going to win. But uh, if they show that they can at least compete with Kansas City, that goes a long way because things can look very different at the end of the season. Marv? Yeah. Mike mentioned on regression early on the defensive side. One player we got to start looking at is Devin McCourty. There was some um, funny money plays yeah. he, he had against the Raiders last week, I'd say, that you don't want to see from your safety. So, you know, keep I'm going to keep an eye on the McCordys and just see how they've been playing lately. There was some soft plays out there that I didn't like to see. CLNS Media, Patriots Roundtable. Again, Nick Qualia, Mike Molino, Marv Azad. Guys, we're going to be back next week with another, with another set of two episodes after the Patriots play the Chiefs. Hopefully, I'm going to assume that we're going to have some big topics to talk about. Guys, follow us on Twitter as well. I'm sure Garrett's got our Twitter handle down there right now. If not, again, I look like a big dummy. 
Nick Qualley and Mike Molino, Marbazon. Guys, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for watching. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.